There is a catch to creating body freedom in your late 30s and beyond. When you can throw on clothes and feel good in anything, when you're happy in all of the photos that are taken of you, when you don't think twice about what you are eating because you know how to treat your body so that you have the energy that you want. No half measures can be taken. Consistent action and dedication is required here. This isn't hard work, sister. It isn't energy sucking, self-sacrificing, and it's not even supposed to be time consuming unless you keep taking all of these half measures, dabbling in all the various programs, a little bit here, a little bit there, and trying to really just figure it out on your own. Energy gain and weight release, and frankly, feeling really awesome in your body is actually easy if you believe it is, if you understand how your body works and you surrender to it. If you want me to show you the way, I am here for you as long as you are open and ready to give full energy to it. And yes, this will feel scary. Yes, your body stuff, self-worth, old baggage will come up. Yes, this will be an investment. But what should be scarier to you is seeing minimal to no results in your body after trying all the things with not much to show for all that effort. At our age, we know that what we do now is building the body we will have in 10 years. Things are not going to get easier. I'm so excited to launch my last training of the year, my hormone healing live training with my proven P4 formula. That is the exact strategy and formula you need to heal your hormones and get your body back into weight release mode. This is what I use with my one-on-one clients and why they are always getting results. You're going to get to experience relief in as little as one week. I'm going to hold your hand and teach you how to get results and stop giving up on yourself and jumping ship to other programs, no matter how many times you have tried already. You do not want to wait on this because I am working as closely with you as possible. Like... Spots are extremely limited because of this. And this program, this live training, I designed specifically for my working mamas who do not have time to work one-on-one with me or maybe aren't ready to make that significant of an investment. This is a live training that allows you to go into the holiday season, releasing weight, maximizing energy, and starting 2023 feeling like you again. I will not be taking any more clients this year after this training closes up. So swipe up. The link is right in the show notes to grab your spot. If you've been waiting for something that fits your budget and your time crunch, and you realize that being stuck in your body is consuming your life, you are hearing this for a reason, sister. And I know if you are like me, you don't like to mess around. You don't have time for that. You want to know that what you are doing is going to get you results. I've got you, sister. Swipe up and let's do this. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. 
This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, you guys, it's Bria here, the host of the Period Whisperer podcast, and I am really excited to introduce you to a special guest on the pod today, um, Kat, who I have been following for a little while here and been really inspired by, you know, just her her way of reaching into ambitious women and helping them kind of step into that higher self. So she is a mindset and manifestation coach, a speaker and spiritual guide, you know, for those ambitious women who are ready to heal, step into their higher self and manifest their wildest dreams. Um, she's also the founder of Put the Put Yourself First, a, a global community podcast and membership to support women in their mindset and manifestation journey. So Kat, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for taking the time to be on the show today. Oh, thank you for asking me, Bria. I'm really excited to be here. I am really passionate as well about the type of work you do as well with women, like hormones and cycle. Like that's such a passion of mine. I'm a real geek. So I'm really excited to like add some value into your community too. (laughs) Yeah. Like anything hormones and women's cycle, like I just love to learn. I love that. I have really like settled into my own geekness too about this. (laughs) My girlfriend and I laugh about it all the time. She's like, you're a real geek. I'm like, I am. I can't get enough of this stuff. I find it fascinating. So, um, That's awesome. I love that you geek out on it too. And and hopefully we can have a conversation here that shares some real value to other people. I was saying to you right before we hopped on how, you know, I know a lot of women right now, the women who listen to the show, you know, who are all here in that 35 to 55 age range. And although we're, we're bothered right now a lot by our hormones, that's what kind of brings us to decide it's time to make a change you know, we can heal some of that or or at least relieve some of that through strategies, but it's that real deep dive into self that, that brings us back to fulfillment into life at this age. Um, and I think that's a lot of what you do. So how did you get to doing, how did you get to being who you are right now? Mm, Yeah. I love and like reiterate everything you said as well, because I feel like there's the how to, is where we come in like the coach the expert you know the guide like you have all the tools to help these women I think it's knowing that they get to do that and like I I think of it as an identity you know I am the kind of person who mm-hmm. puts herself first in this way I'm the kind of person who you know decides that like she's she's deserving of this she's ready for this so how I got into coaching my first I've never had a real job so when I left um college or it'll be like high school age in the US I studied to be a makeup artist Mm -hmm. so I trained to be a makeup artist I did that business for about four years ended up specializing in weddings so fun Mm -hmm. such a fun industry to be part of but also obviously a lot (laughs) like especially as a 
how old would I have been then? Like 20, 23 year old, 24 year old, like you've not really got a social life. Mm-hmm. I'm quite a homebody anyway, but you've really not got a social life. So it was one of those fork in the road moments where I knew that I didn't want to be doing that business when I, you know, for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years, I knew that I wanted to continue running a business that fulfilled me. And I felt like I was really making a difference and an impact on someone. Mm. So whilst growing that business, I became like so such a geek with personal development Mm. out of necessity at first because I never used to be confident. I was always called like the shy kid at school, you know, the teachers. When we had um, the parent-teacher evenings where your parents come, they always said, Kat needs to put a hand up more. Mm. Kat needs to contribute more in class. Kat's really clever, but she never says anything. So I always felt like I couldn't speak up for myself. I didn't really have a, like... I wasn't I wasn't the kind of person talking about that identity. Mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person who's shy. I don't speak up. I don't put myself out there. When you run a business, that isn't gonna work. Mm-hmm. So as you know. Yeah. So I almost had to get into personal development in my first business. So I had to look at my confidence, my mindset, my self-belief, all of these themes. And then from there it became a real passion and something that I was committed and like devoted to in myself every single day. So, you know, the podcast, the books, like all of that yeah. just became such a normal part of my life. And then I ended up at that crossroads moment, hiring a coach myself. Mm-hmm. So it was six months into that journey of a deep dive back into myself what's important to me what my values are where I see myself in you know 20 10 20 30 years time for me it it felt like coaching was this full circle moment of still helping women still making an impact on them because that's always been my like motivation and my driver but in a way that just brings all of my my zone of genius if you will into one yeah so yeah my personal journey came from necessity and ended up being my biggest passion mm-hmm. and then it was like I can't I can't not share this with other women and know that like they get to do they get to rewrite that story too yeah because because I think, especially when we're growing up and when we're in our twenties, we're told we're told so much about who we are, but we actually have, like, we're almost unlearning what we've been told we are, and really figuring out who we actually are before yes. all of this crap like compounded on top of each other. <laughs> I love what you said that we get to rewrite our story, and you're totally right. I mean, our society has you know, really taught us to look outside of ourselves to figure out who we are, what we should do, like what boxes we need to check. And no one is teaching us like, so all this work that you did was really, you know, that again, again, that like journey back into ourselves. And you think that this is, should be something that is prioritized for us in school, but it's just not. Mm. And I think, um, 
that work that you've done and I know I've done it and some, we kind of continue to do it, right? It's not really like one and done. It's like, we're constantly learning about ourselves, but this work that we've done, we can either come to it and do it out of necessity, which is where I think a lot of the women are, you know, when they come to me in these perimenopause years, like we've reached a point where we're so uncomfortable, we have to change, or you can start doing it earlier and be proactive about it. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm a, definitely a big proponent of that, although, you know, we get to it when we get to it. Yeah, 100%. I think everyone arrives at their own version of personal development when they need it, when it's right for them. And yeah, at the same time, you don't need to hit, you don't need to wait till you're like rock bottom, like the worst, you know, horrible symptoms or feeling like it's taken over your life before you support yourself but if you are there then it's still not the end like there's still so much available for you in the future yeah so So it's all like it's all gonna be okay yeah it's all possible we can rewrite the story at any age can't we we can just any age and and so When you have women come to you, particularly again, you know, knowing that women in this 35 to 55 age range are, you know, they typically have a career and a family. So they're, they're full in life, but they know that something is missing to bring them to read that, that real prioritization of self again, um, and how to get there. How do you, you know, what do you say to women or how do you help, or what is even your perspective on that, on helping people kind of return to that and even give themselves permission to return to that? Yeah. So it it would start with definitely giving themselves permission and really being intentional with why they're doing it. Because a lot of mm. a lot of stories in times gone by would be that it's taking time away from your career or it's taking time away from your family. I want you to see it as you're giving time back to yourself so you can show up as your full self mm-hmm. in your career, in your, you know, in your family time, in your health and fitness journey, you know, all the things that are of the the biggest priority to you Mm -hmm. you're more present you're more focused you have more energy you know you you deserve it so you prioritize it more and I feel like it's one of those lies that we're told that spending spending less time like say you know having one evening a week that's just for you Mm -hmm. and everyone in the house knows not to talk to you (laughs) I'm shut in the bedroom or the bathroom or whatever you're doing we think that that's taking time away but it's actually adding in so much more that's Mm -hmm. going to allow us to be more present um so I would really and that's the intention and the frame that I have Mm -hmm. but you might have a different one that's even more inspiring for you and your you know situation like maybe you've got a huge project at work and it it inspires and motivates you to feel like you're gonna be super productive and really like reach this milestone in your career or whatever it may be so mm-hmm. having a frame and an intention that is gonna serve its purpose and reminding yourself of that mm-hmm. um is really important mm-hmm. from there like from a practical standpoint 
I almost always bring up boundaries in this conversation because I feel like the more you can get comfortable asking for help and setting really strong boundaries. Real quick, sister, are you ready to have the best health of your life in midlife? I'm not exactly sure why you were here, but I bet you I can take a pretty great guess. Maybe you're starting to hear more and more about this perimenopause thing. I mean, can we be honest about the fact that we heard about menopause, but nobody told us about perimenopause? And now that you are reaching those magical ages, you're wondering if that is why you are feeling a bit off. Or maybe you know you are in it and you're sick of feeling stuck, tired, don't want to buy new pants, and frustrated that you're actually doing the things to feel better, but the things aren't working. Or maybe you're feeling okay and want to make the most of this time and get ahead of your shifting hormones. Whatever the reason, I'm so glad that you are here because life is too short to feel anything less than amazing. Perimenopause and menopause is a time for freedom, not to be weighed down by your hormones or how you feel in your body. You were meant for more, sister. So whether you're having symptoms or wanting to prevent symptoms, you are in the right place, and I am here to be your guide to having the best health of your life in midlife and beyond. I want to invite you into the Perimenopause Posse. It's the perfect starter course and membership for the clear guidance you need to understand the hormonal shifts of perimenopause, start healing your hormones, and shift into fat burning month after month. In the Posse, you get my step-by-step course to support your hormones and get them working for you so you can achieve the weight release, muscle growth, or just the energy gain that you want for your life. You also get a great community of sisters to support you and a monthly live training and Q&A with me so I can answer your specific questions, as well as monthly nutrition plans and workouts designed to go with the flow of your hormones. And of course, a few other great bonuses. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes below to join the posse. Start your step-by-step program and meet me inside of the community. It's everything you need to master your hormones and shift into fat burning month after month. So click link below in the show notes and meet me in there. All right, back to this episode. The more, the more all of this, those pieces are going to fall into place. I heard someone say it. You can you can have it all, but you you can't like you you're not going to be able to have it all if you're literally falling apart mm. <laughs> or you're struggling to you know get out of bed because you're so burnt out because you never have any time for yourself. Yeah, it's like you, you can have what's important to you, but you need to you need to balance it with some really strong boundaries and knowing that you don't have to do it all by yourself as well. I'm so glad you brought up boundaries because I I really think that is, you know, um, a lack of boundaries is really where a lot of us, how a lot of us got here. So there's definitely that piece of just even knowing ourselves, right, that we need to understand. But then the boundaries, it's not just a tool that helps protect us and and helps us be our full selves, like you said, but it it really is, you know, um, without them, it creates a lot of damage. So how do you, you know, how do you recommend, especially for women who've never really set boundaries before, is there, do you have a framework or a suggestion for where women can start to begin to set boundaries where no boundaries were? Mm, Yeah, definitely. There's so many ways I talk about this what I would say is going to be very simple okay. now. Sorry, that's my WhatsApp. I've just closed it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, 
life. What, <laughs> what is super simple for now is my three, I call it my three C's of setting boundaries. Ooh. So the first, we love and we love a, you know, a summary, don't we? Yes. <laughs> make it easy, make it simple. Yeah. So the first C. More. Okay. Yeah. So the first C is clarity. Mm. So you need to be clear on what you actually need. Mm-hmm. And a great question to ask yourself to gain clarity on what boundaries you need is where do I feel resentful? that's a huge one (laughs) where do I feel resentful where do I feel drained where do I feel like I'm giving so much to this and not the the energy exchange is off it's like if you're you know if you're in a long-term partnership and your partner's always sleeping in while you're getting up and doing all like the morning grind. It's like, must be nice that you can just sleep in all day. And while I do all the, like, must be nice that you can do. That's the resentment that you're talking about. Like where that resentment shows its, rears its ugly head is, is where, you know, you have a need. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you feel resentment? Or if it's a personal boundary as well, um, just, where do you feel burnt out? You know, where do you feel a little bit drained? Mm. So you need to be clear on what you need mm. and what that needs to look like for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so excited about this right now. I can't even. So it's, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so in that exact, let's use that example that you just had. Mm-hmm. In that example, that person needs some time for themselves in the morning or they need to feel that there's a there's a rotor going on right like there's a there's shifts like it's my turn to sleep in today or on Saturday mornings it's you know I have the whole morning to myself and it's your turn Mm -hmm. identifying what would take away like what would address that balance and take away that feeling of of resentment what would feel good for you what would feel like your needs are being met identifying that and getting clear on it before you do anything you know before you address it at all right the second c is then of course communication mm. you that need we're to all have... exceptional at <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a conversation mm-hmm. and share your need with your partner in that example mm-hmm. and what you what you are essentially asking for you know in I have studied again geek at, at length something called nonviolent communication which mm-hmm. if anyone struggles with these types of conversations especially in a partnership or any relationship family work it doesn't matter this is an amazing framework to use. So you state what is happening. You state how you feel. You state what you need, and then you make a request. Mm. So, hey, love, I've noticed that recently I'm on the morning shift and you sleep in at the weekend. Mm-hmm. I feel exhausted at the moment. I need some time for myself at the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I would I would love it if 
on a Saturday, we like take turns. So Saturday morning is yours, Sunday morning is mine. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? You know, you've made a request, you've in a very reasonable way, you're not, you know, you're not being passive aggressive. You're not like, you know, you're not letting that resentment mm-hmm. come out. Mm-hmm. You're, you're being proactive in in getting what you need in that situation in setting that boundary. So communicating it is obviously the second and, and most important aspects because no one's a mind reader. Oh, and it's not fair to expect anyone to know things, even though it it would be nice if equal parties walked into a kitchen and realized how it needed to be tidied. That's just not what happens in partnerships, I've realized, because everyone has different values and different, you know, things that drive them and motivate them to make changes. So, yeah, I, I love this. And I, you know, just to speak on that specifically to, you know, to the women who I know are listening to this, usually we get kind of stuck in before we get stuck before the communication in one of two things. One, we're a pleaser. So we don't even like, we don't even want to have the conversation because we're worried about what the response might be. And I love this framework because I think you just laid it out in a way that, you know, one, we're, you're saying it kindly. I guess that's why it's nonviolent communication. You're saying it kindly, but you're honoring your own self and your own boundary here. And the reality of being a pleaser is if, if you say this and your partner responds negatively, I mean, that's important information to know because if they can't respond positively to, you know, a beautiful request like that, then you probably have bigger issues (laughs) and those are the ones we should be addressing. So, and the other thing is, I think sometimes we don't even want to communicate because we get a little bit on our high horse, like, you know, martyring ourselves a little bit like, oh, well, I'm just going to do it all myself. But that just breeds more resentment in our life, doesn't it? Yeah, 100%. And I always say to to women as well, you know, whether um, this applies, whether you're in a relationship with a man, a woman, a non-binary person, if you're the woman in the relationship and you've got that feminine energy, Mm the other person is attracted to you for that and so they 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 want to hear how you feel about like they want you to feel good you know mm-hmm. that's usually their like that usually makes the other party really happy like seeing their woman happy right and so i almost feel like it get it gets you what it gets you the outcome that you want mm-hmm. without needing to be an argument yeah or like uh, like dropping hints and all of that (laughs) or passive aggressive yeah 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 I can't I'm too busy I'm doing all these things will you sit there (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's a really good point you know because you know, regardless of who you're with in a relationship, if you are a woman, you, you know, whoever you ended up with is drawn to you because of the energy that you have. And, and so embodying that energy is what you're saying is actually going to help them feel even better because that's what drew them to you in the first place. Yeah. I always jokingly say, but it's kind of true, like happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's true. (laughs) It's true. And everyone knows it's true. Whether you know, it's a hetero marriage or a homosexual marriage, it's true. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. That's amazing. Um, okay. What is the third C? I'm so curious now. 
So the third C is consistency. And a lot of people can struggle with this if, for example, the boundary slips again. Because you've got to understand as well that if something has been done that way for years or you know months or years, that person is almost is almost hardwired to respond to you in that way or to do that. And there can be like this awkward process of adjustment <laughs> where maybe they forget or maybe you need to remind them again. And for a lot of people, that can be frustrating and it can be like, oh, I shouldn't have bothered. I give up. You know, it's uh, they clearly don't care. It's not going to happen. We'll just go back to how it was. Mm. The, so this third C consistency is, hey, babe, do you remember we had that conversation the other week? Mm-hmm. I just, I, I wanted to touch on it because that this is really important to me. Mm. And I would, I would love it if we could get back to that. Mm-hmm. I love like, that sometimes you just need to really nice. Like, yeah. Someone else <laughs> yeah. You know, and that can be consistency with the other person, but it can also be consistency with yourself. Cause mm-hmm. say if there might be, there might be someone in that example who has this almost like martyrdom mm-hmm. energy to them. And so even if they do, their partner is giving them the time on the weekend morning. Mm-hmm. They still end up getting up and, you know, sorting the kids out and taking the, giving the dogs breakfast or whatever's, whatever's going on. And then we can almost like be our own worst enemy in that people pleasing dynamic where you've got to be consistent with yourself and be like, no, I asked for this. I need this. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to like, keep that bedroom door shut until you know 9 a.m or whatever it is <laughs> how to hold yourself accountable to your yeah. not cave on them because all of a sudden you're laying there feeling badly or something whatever it is you have to remember that this is productive rest that you need that you need I think it comes back to that need like you were saying like I really getting really clear on what your needs are so yes. whether you're comfortable with that need or not you need it and you need to follow through on it that's a yeah. really the, to bring that a little bit into hormones for, you know, and this goes, I think, for anyone in reproductive age, right? So it doesn't matter whether you're having, you know, hormone dysregulation because you're in your, you know, pre-menopause years or not. But what we know is that estrogen is like rose-colored glasses, you know, so it comes at us, you know, pretty fierce in the first half of our cycle. Um, and it, it pushes us into this tendency of being like, oh, it's okay. And we have a bit more energy during that time. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then that, that those rose colored glasses come off the week before our bleed and the week of our bleed. And we get a little bit like, huh, I'm not so tolerant on this anymore. And so we have to be aware of that in the consistency piece, right? Like how we feel in our luteal phase and our menstrual phase is how we feel for real without. So if if you're making this request in that time, it's very real and you need to follow through on it. Even when later you're like, oh, it's okay, I'll do it. You know, I'm just going to do it all. I'm fine. Um, It gets harder when you're in perimenopause because you're having inconsistent amounts of estrogen, but it really doesn't matter what age you are. You're getting these glasses on, glasses off. And Mm. 
that's why it's important, I think, to wait a full cycle to make any big time decisions. <laughs> oh, I, I completely agree. If anything ever needs to change in my business, in my relationship, in my in my own routine, you know, in my own fitness or whatever it might be, it's always in my luteal phase mm. when I'm like, I am done with this. Yeah. This has got to go. Like, this has got to change. And I've got to go through that and be like, whoa, this was actually really, really infecting me. And I was just, I've never had that perspective, but that makes so much sense that it's easier to handle or it's like, oh, it's fine. I'll be fine. I'll deal with it. Yeah. It's like, you can't ignore it in the luteal phase because it, the, any, any little, drop of that feeling of resentment or, or burnout or done <laughs> like yeah, it done, just bubbles yeah. up to the surface yeah. yeah there's no avoiding it so you can you gotta just really sit in it a little bit and that's and anyway this is awesome I'm so excited because I've had you know I think as I said boundaries are a really tough part of coming back to yourself and being fulfilled in life, I think. And it's a lesson we don't learn. And you've just given us this incredible framework on how to begin to set boundaries for yourself by first, by your three C's. I like that. You called it the three C's of boundaries. Is that yeah. what you call it? Yeah. I wrote it down. Amazing. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so what would you say are your, you know, when you talked about like taking a night just for you recommending, is that something you do for yourself? 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I don't have kids. So I always pre, I always preface that because right. it's easy. It is definitely easier, a lot easier for me to do that. Yeah. That being said, I think even if it's once a month or once every few months, mm-hmm. If it's something you can agree, like with a partner or with, you know, babe, even babysitters, getting family involved to help, like just really honoring that time for yourself in your calendar is so important mm. because for me, it's about taking time away from the day to day. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of ritualizing your day and making sure that you're really nourishing yourself and looking after yourself every day in those small moments Mm -hmm. but there's something about that reset that I find so beneficial for myself and my clients because there's no room for noise so what I tend to do is turn my phone off Mm-hmm. that's the number one thing um oh my I do God. have a <laughs> yeah <laughs> I do have a work phone and a personal phone and I normally have my personal phone on in the evening there's no social media on it there's no email apps on it I just have it if family need to like call me or whatever if you had a home online kind of thing yeah yeah but I don't even look at that like all electronics basically is are away Mm. I have all like my go-to has always been a hot bath with with Mm. magnesium salt that for me is such a simple easy like go-to reset Mm -hmm. it's like it feels like my whole body has had this like recharge when I've had a salt bath I just love it 
That's always great, especially if you struggle to drop in to spending time with yourself, by yourself, if you've had a busy day, if you've got a lot going on. I love meditation, Reiki, Mm. hypnosis. (laughs) I'm a coach, so I could list off a whole host of things I do. Yeah. But I think the main thing for me is a hot bath some sort of practice like some sort of audio practice whether it's a guided thing or whether I just put music on and do it myself but something to get me present and focused and in my body Mm. out of my head and into my body and then generally what I'll do is journal and just be with myself and whatever I'm needing or going through at that time Mm. so it might be there's a big change happening in my business or there's something going on in my relationship or um a family member is going through something and it's been quite stressful whatever I'm going or it could be something really amazing like you know everything's great and I'm feeling great and I'm moving forward but I think it's important to have those moments of being with yourself, self-awareness and capturing your thoughts, your feelings. I almost feel like it's like a life audit of just what what's coming up for me right now. Yeah. How do I really feel? Mm-hmm. What do I really need in this next chapter, in this next season of, of life? And it's in those evenings where I always make up, you know, always think of, ideas or plans or Mm. you know say I was for example say I was really struggling with stress and burnout Mm. I would be like right well I know that my hormones are in balance so these are the self-care like daily things I'm going to add in and it's it can be very practical as well Mm -hmm. if you don't take that time to switch off to zone of to zone out the world and to get into your body you're not going to be able to follow through with the thing with the things that you want to change or with the the shifts and like the growth that's happening in your life. Yeah, and I think that's twofold, right? I think because one I think fundamentally we cannot create in or or get in in a stressed out state. That's why we have to breathe and relax. Um, so that having that, you know, that's why I think people come up with ideas in the shower because we're in the shower and maybe we're a bit more chill, but this, you know, your bath or that one night off is, it really gives you that opportunity to, you know, go from there. I had another point and I've lost it, but I, I think that's amazing. And so your meditation that you do, is that a daily practice for you? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. I always say with daily habits, if I do it more often than I don't, then for me, that's a win. Mm -hmm. I think a lot (laughs) yeah because I think a lot of people want to begin meditating or journaling or whatever it might be and they miss a day and they're like oh well like I guess I can't do it because I've not done it every single day this week so yeah for me generally it's the in the morning I'll either do it first thing and then journal Mm-hmm. Or if I feel, if I wake up and I don't feel as clear, like I might feel a bit groggy or if I'm, you know, like in my um, 
if I'm ovulating or in that like part yeah. of my cycle, I might not. Um, it's almost like I've not got as much to say. So <laughs> if I wake up and I feel like that, I'll read mm. and then I'll just do a really simple meditation. But generally in the morning, it's some combination of reading, meditating and journaling. But it could be meditation. It could be just sitting and listening to music with my eyes closed. It could be doing a guided visualization about something specific. Or if I'm struggling with something, like if I wake up and I'm grumpy, or if it's my luteal phase and something is coming up, I love EFT. So it's obviously a lot different to meditation. It's tapping through. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So it stands for emotional freedom technique, or it's also called tapping. And it's basically acupressure points Mm -hmm. of your face, hands, and certain parts of your upper body. We basically call it acupuncture without the needles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's great because you can do it on yourself, by yourself. It's so easy. It's so effective. And it's it's nervous system regulation and it's emotional processing. So if you are moving through like a feeling of anxiety Mm -hmm. or you are dealing with stress or some people even use it for physical pain, Mm -hmm. um, you basically score yourself from one to 10 and then you tap through these points. And there's so many YouTube videos that are free and amazing. But I love it. It's been such a great addition to my own practice and I use it with my clients too and they love it. We might have to schedule a whole other podcast just on tapping to help produce. Yeah. Oh my God. I love tapping. Would be so happy to talk about it. Oh, we'll definitely have to do that then. Cause I know, you know, again, I, you know, anyone who listens to the podcast knows that ultimately I mean, we're all, when you hit 35, you're automatically going through, you know, like what I like to call our reverse puberty (laughs) and the, you know, of course, how intense that reverse puberty is, has to do with somewhat with genetics, of course, but a lot of it has to do with lifestyle and what makes it so unbearable for us is, you know, stress, inflammation, and living out of integrity with our body, basically. And so anything we can do to reduce stress and reduce um, inflammation and nourish that central nervous system is a powerful way to bring us back into balance and self in the body. So um, now I want to learn about it. So do you teach it or you just work, you just work on it with your clients in the, in like, do people learn about that in your membership? So I just, I just use it with clients and use like a, you know, a, a script for a specific thing with them, or I'll record one and put it in the sum inside my membership. Mm. Honestly, you can, it, it's so simple to learn how to do it. It's like, once you've done it a few times and you know, the round and the setup, yeah, you can use it for anything and you can make up your own scripts. You know, it's not, it's not like you need to say it a certain way or anyone who tells you that is probably trying to sell you something. Right. right. <laughs> I always say with people yeah. like EFT is so, so fantastic because once you've done it with a client or you've done a follow along video, mm-hmm. you can do it yourself. 
Amazing. Oh, thank you so much, Kat. This has been, I feel like you've just given us so much, so many amazing things just in this small amount of time. And I mean, the boundary, your three C's alone, I think I know they'll help me. Uh, I know they'll help a lot of women, but um, I would love to learn more about the tapping. If people want to learn more from you, what is the best way or want to learn about, you know, your membership or your offers and how to work with you? What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, definitely. So my Instagram is at cat underscore horrocks. I'm also on TikTok now because oh, that's the thing. I actually love TikTok. I find it so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so TikTok or Instagram, depending on what your vibe is. Yeah. And my podcast is called Put Yourself First. So that's a great resource if you want more of the mindset work, the spiritual stuff. My website is cathorrocks.com where you'll find the sisterhood and also other offers that I have. I would say the main place to go to from this episode is Instagram because I've got, I'm in the middle of launching. I've basically re had my own like pivot into I used to focus a lot on business coaching, but now I'm fully into the mindset manifestation work mm. so I'm going to be launching a new one-to-one program and I also have my wait list open for the next intake of the sisterhood which will be in January so all of those types of links are really easy to just get in my Instagram bio or just DM me Amazing. And I will make sure to put your Instagram bio and your website in the in the show notes. So just swipe up to grab those if you're listening to this right now. Thank you so much, Kat. This has been such a pleasure. And I'm just so grateful to get to know you better. And, and I love the work that you do. Thank you, Bria. I feel the same. Thank you for connecting with me and asking me on. And yeah, we'll have to do one on mine as well to talk about hormones. Oh, can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.